Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello. Welcome to the Nikki Glaser Podcast. It is Tuesday. This is episodes 100 and something. We we bypassed 100 episodes, just blew past it and didn't even say, someone wrote me a congratulations. And I was like, oh, well, well thank you. I didn't even realize it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we started in March. That feels not that long ago. It was a, you know, we've. The only problem with over 100 episodes is people see that and go, oh, no, I can't join in. There's been too much. And it's just like, get in here. We got a party going on. It doesn't matter that you missed most of it. We'll catch you up. Come over here. Do a, you know, uh, what's it called? Like, I'm just picturing showing up at a party and being like, we'll get you wasted. You'll catch up with us. And then you pour... um, some kind of alcohol down an ice luge. Did you ever do those those shot luges at frat parties? A like sh- uh, I've just did a funnel. Is that what it is? Um, no, but we uh, well, it's just a do- it's like you it's a I forget what they call ice luge, but that's like no, it's there's some kind of Jaeger luge. I don't know. You there's a big block of ice and they carve out little like runs and then they pour shots oh, down it and then you. 
put your mouth at the end of it and you just um, end up getting date raped later on. Um, I think that's how it ends. <laughs> I mean, so um, yeah, it's Tuesday. I'm wearing a shirt that says plant based on it. And let me just tell you, already got a compliment on it this morning. I never have anyone go, I like your shirt. No one ever says that. A very kind woman at Starbucks just goes, I like your shirt. And I'm like, yeah, another vegan bitch out there. Um, felt good. That's why I wear this stuff is just to like find like-minded people. And this shirt's reversible. Don't even think it's not, Noah. I flip it around and I'm going to wear this shirt tomorrow maybe. And it's going to say something else on the other side. I got it by from Beat by Beat, B-E-E-T, X-B-E-E-T. Um, yeah, I mean, I researched cool, like, vegan shirts, and I found some, so thank God. Um, yesterday was really fun. I recorded a song. It's in the, it's in the bag. Um, it's so good. So excited. Anya and Matt, um, we w- went to a studio here in St. Louis, Sawhorse Studios, like, actual recording studio um and it's like i don't know man it just made me feel close to uh my my girl t swift because i was like this is the exact process she goes through like there was nothing that wasn't the same as every mu- like um it was just a place where you can make a dope ass album i mean taylor swift re- did folklore recorded folklore in her bedroom so like you can do one kind of anywhere billy eilish famously did her first album or her debut, I guess, the one that she won a Grammy for that was in her bedroom. Um, but it was just done with a great sound engineer, Jason, um, Anya and Matt. Matt wrote the song. And the song he wrote was based off of, like, he had heard about my life and, like, my um, romantic issues via his girlfriend Anya and I had kind of like talked openly about it in front of him too but not as much because I just try not to like burden that many people with that stuff Um, but he's been around me because he's my tour manager and he watches all my shows on stage and although I don't talk about like the thing that I kind of this song was written about that much on stage um, he was able to craft the song and this it's weird because he wrote the song not to he didn't tell me he was going to write it he didn't tell Anya he was writing it about me or from my perspective he just wrote the song he played it for Anya this is like a couple months ago and Anya texted me and was like oh my god Nikki I don't know what's going on Matt just wrote this song and I've never heard her say this and it's not because Matt's not a brilliant musician but because he is Matt Pond PA she was like, Matt just wrote the song and I'm like crying. It's so good. It's just so beautiful. And I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. I want to hear it sometime. And she goes, holy shit. And I was, as we're like talking, you know, texting, she's like, he just told me it's from, he wrote it for you. And I'm like, was that set up? Were you set up to go like, I just heard this song and I love it. Oh, by the way, I just found out it's about you. Like, Anya's not a liar, so, like, it really happened in that kind of, um, that's why I think she, it, like, she loved it so much, was because it just, um, reminded her of probably me, and, and we have similar kind of attitudes towards love and stuff like that, so I think it, I think that a lot of people are gonna relate to it, and, um, it's, it's just, 
he's such a quiet Matt is such a quiet like introspective soul and like doesn't really weigh in when I'm like lamenting about guys or whatever it is he's just like quietly drives the van to the venue or what you know we're just but I'm always like chit-chatting about stuff around him and he just absorbed my feelings and put them into a song and I heard the song and I start crying when she sent it because I was like oh my god like this is how I feel and then I played it for Andrew this was a couple months ago. I played it for Andrew. It was just this raw sounding, like, just like kind of sloppy, like, death cabs, like, guitar. And then, like, his voice over it. I played it for Andrew. I instantly figured out the chords and was like, I have to learn the song. I want to play this. Like, I have to sing this. Then Andrew was like, Jesus Christ, that song's so good. And so we started, like, listening to it all the time. And then Matt was like, why don't we record this song? Why don't you record this song? I would love for you to do that. We'll do it when I'm, you know, on the road somewhere. We'll get a studio. And it just worked out that I'm doing this thing with a bunch of cameras following me around. And I was like, oh, that'd be fun to actually have them document for who knows what, really. We don't know what they're following me around who for. Knows? It's really undetermined at this point. I, they just started and I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> but uh, we decided to like rent out a studio and like and do it. And I think we would have done it even if there weren't cameras following me around. Like it was just something I've wanted to do. You know, I'm a little bit like, oh, I didn't write it. And I really wanted to write a song, but I got to sing on it. My singing is fine. I have a long ways to go. It's a, a perfect first attempt. Like, the way it sounds, I was like, you know what? In two months, I'm going to be like, oh, I could do such a better job. Because I'm going to singing lessons like twice a week now. I'm going to one right after this podcast. And I'm learning so many little tricks and things about my voice that will make it better. But... I sounded pretty damn good. Like, I I sounded all right. And then when you layer things, like, you don't realize, like, so many singers, they just, you hear their voice, like, ten times over itself. And reverb, we realize, when you turn up reverb on your voice, it's like mascara. It, like, makes your voice hotter. It's like a spray tan for your voice. <laughs> and so I, I put a lot of mascara and spray tan on my voice. But not really. Like, it wasn't that... It, it, and usually I hate hearing my voice. And at first it was kind of hard to hear the playback. And then I was like, oh, this actually sounds good. And then I started like before a lyric or before when we go to a, back to a, a piece. And Anya was like coaching me through it all and being like, so maybe like don't take a sharp breath beforehand. You're kind of adding um, like that. We were actually doing a cover of Cruel Summer that we started on after we finished the song. So this song is called Endless Summer. And then we were also we're also going to do a cover of Cruel Summer, which is Taylor Swift's song that Anya already has a cover of on Spotify. And there's like the first line is like fever dream high in the quiet of the night. You know that I got it or something like that. And I was saying you, fever dream high in the quiet of the night. You know that I, I was doing like she was like. Take out that, just say, you know that I got it. And it was so hard to do. Like, there's little tricks like that that I just couldn't. And then I was just like, I can't do this song yet. Like, this is too much. The breathing's all messed up. Um, singing's fucking hard. It's playing an instrument. It's hard. So I was able to put my ego on the side and realize that it wasn't going to sound perfect. I'm not as good as Matt or Anya. I'm not as good as any of the people that I love their voices, even if they have, like, a weird voice. Like even, you know, Bob Dylan, like these people have been doing it so long. I just started lower the bar and have some fun. And I did. And 
it's so good. And we're going to shoot a music video for it. And I can't wait to share it with the besties and put it on Spotify and have everyone download it because then I'm going to um, hopefully like play it and like have people sing along and stuff. It'll be awesome. Noah, what book do you did you just get out? Okay, so I was reading while I was waiting for us to set up this morning. Mm -hmm. And what you just said is something that I underlined in the book, which is about um, learning, like being a good mentor and a good student. So, um, all right. So I just want to read this line to you. It's called Mentoring the Tao of Giving and Receiving Wisdom. Ooh. Oh, my God. The Tao of Giving and Receiving Wisdom. What made you pick up this book? Um, I really like the book of Tao and I just want to, I never learned how to learn or how to teach or receive information. So I thought this would be a good way of applying something that I like. I'm loving the sound of everything you're saying, but especially the sound of this book opening. Will you give me that again? Yes. Oh, that's ASMR all over it. Is that a library book? Uh, no, it's a, uh, I, I found in like a bookstore. Does it have like books. a plastic covering on it? Yeah, it's also. Oh old. God, that's the best. You know that plastic covering they put on library books that goes like crinkle. Like that is, f- that's my jam ASMR. Okay, I am on board. Tell me what, uh, bestow to me what you learned about learning and about, te- to teach me what you learned about teaching. Okay, I'll read a, a little bit longer since you're so interested. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. It asks us to admit that we don't know which creates a sense of wisdom that never relinquishes itself to fixed limited opinions about what should be Hmm. by acknowledging this emptiness. We, which is, you know, like acknowledging that we don't know we enter into a communion with our partners, creating potential relationships of deep understanding and openness to vast growth and change. And then there's like a little, um, line over here that I, I highlighted, those who know they know not become wise. Those who presume they know much stay ignorant. Mm, I mean, that's it, man. I mean, that's like, that's everything. That's every time you enter an argument with someone where you know you're right, that's, you're not, it reminds me of a, an, an Anya lyric. It's hard to be wrong, worse to be right. Stuck in the middle of, like, I was listening to that song the other day and I was like, it is, it sucks to be right when you go, I know I'm right. You know, and I always say that about being vegan, like, we, we're right. It's, that's not a good place to be in because you're, you're stuck and you, you're not open to any, you have to be open to even wrong opinions. Those make you richer and make you smarter and maybe yes. even, you know, help you grow your own maybe you don't even change your point of view you learn new ways to prove your point of view because you hear more wrong or whatever like you have to be open to everything and I don't know people always say like that's an answer you don't have to always say yes and no to things and this almost comes back to when people want you to ask you to go to a thing and you agree to do something that you don't want to do or it may be in the moment you want to do it and then you get to it and you go, oh, God, I don't want to do that. And then you make up being sick or something and then you lie and it just turns into a whole thing. I don't know is an answer. And you could say that. And I there's so much freedom in I don't know. You know, like that that buys you a lot 
when I go off on these, you know, rants on stage about relationships and monogamy and how it's not natural and, you know, orgasms ruin relationships and blah, 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 blah. And I always, you know, I always say I've only read a third of these books. I am not that smart. Um, and I also like, I, what did I do yesterday that everyone was like, that's so embarrassing that you thought, oh, the yard thing. Like I thought a yard, a yard was metric, was uh, the metric system. Listen, you shouldn't be taking any kind of scientific advice from someone who thought a yard was in the metrics. Like that, that right there shows you I'm, I'm right about the fact that I don't know diddly squat, but I do. I love that. I got to read that book. I'm reading Zen Guitar, which I don't know if nice. the Tao and Zen are like connected, but I, I might be someone who's like, my friend Robin Tran has a joke about her girlfriend's parents are like, she, Robin Tran is a, a transgendered, uh, she's a, a woman, f- really funny comedian. Uh, you can go to, I think it's Robin Tran on, on Instagram. She posts stuff all the time, but she did this joke about her girlfriend's family and I think she's Vietnamese I could be wrong about that I don't know and I I I admit ignorance about what what um but she you know Robin Tran is um Asian but her and and it would be the same as if my parents she goes she's definitely not Japanese and her girlfriend's parents brought her to a sushi restaurant to be like is this what you like and she's just like sure you know what close enough that is wait I forget what my point was about that but oh, Zen and Zen and Dao. Like the that could be like sushi and Vietnamese. And I'm like, it's the same, right? Is it the same? Is it in the same genre? Genre? Uh, I don't think it's the same. I think it's a little bit okay. Different. Yeah, it might be com- completely different. But um, I'm again, I don't know. But anyway, I'm reading the Zen guitar thing, and it's just about like, you know, when you pick up your guitar. Like, like there's no tech. The, the, the teacher in this book is just like, this isn't going to be like a technical approach. We're not going to learn scales. You're just going to learn about how you have a song in your soul. And this is like, you need to bring it out. And it's all about spirituality. And that's how I want to approach playing guitar. Like, they're like, when you pick up your guitar, you pick up that guitar. You don't just, you think about it when you pick it up. You think about this, no matter what you're playing. If it's like a, you know, a box with like a little cord on it and you're just strumming that. That is your instrument. Think of it like no matter how shitty your instrument is, that's think of it like this is my tool to communicate. Um, and I, th- I like that. I got a new guitar teacher and she's very technical and, but also she was just like, yeah, you can play a bar. I want to know like, what's a trick to playing a bar chord so my finger doesn't hurt? Am I holding the pick the right way? She's like, I don't care. Like, hold it however you want. I'm just going to teach you about like music theory. So actually I think she's on to something. Um, and I've never had a female guitar teacher. And that is a breath. I've had like five guitar teachers in my life. All men. Which, great. But there's something about like this uh, what, o- older woman who just like, Loves guitar, loves teaching, and uh, she came over to my apartment the other day, and we had a good old time. Me and Carol, you know, when you get assigned a teacher named Carol, you know, you know, a a, a young lady ain't showing up. We need to bring back Carol, right? Carol's a good name. I like. There should be. I like it. I hope my sister, when she has her baby, names it Carol. <laughs> it's such a 
Like a Christmas carol. Like yeah, a it's a cute little, it's a cute name for a baby. I love babies with old people's names. All right, let's bring in Andrew. Let's get him on, on this conversation. Andrew! Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone. And that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glaser. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. 
So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Alrighty. Hey, Andrew. What's up? What's up? So I was just, uh, how'd you sleep, by the way? I slept pretty good. Uh, I did wake up in the middle of the night and crush some pizza. Yeah? Pizza in the dark, baby. That should be the name of my, con- uh, what what album? Folk album? Pizza in the dark. I mean, that is that would be a hit. And that's like <laughs> not a joke. Like, that's a fucking hit. Pizza in the dark with you on a Friday. Now I'm living life. I'm doing it my way. I'm eating this pizza in the dark. You <laughs> used to be here. Uh, there's more from me, but I guess our Bruce future's not clear. Bruce Springsteen's dancing in the dark. Yeah, right? but pizza in the dark. I just picture a guy like who used to like eat pizza with his girlfriend. It was like a fun thing they did where they like made yeah. pizza late at night. And now it's like this depressing thing. Like she's not there and he gets more pizza and he always gave, I always gave you that extra slice that I wanted for myself. Now I get to eat it and feel bad and, about myself. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Hell yes. Um, yeah. Pizza in the dark. Let's, I, let's I, put it, it was, down. Yeah, it was dope. It was, uh, it was a fun experience and, and you know, you do that and then you wake up in the morning and you go, did I? Did I eat five slices in my sleep? I and mean, it's fine. Yeah, we fine. We, we went, had fun. We, we had, went to dinner last night, and you just brought some home some pizza, and then you, yeah, devoured it. And I'm uh, impressed you didn't finish it before you went to bed. Usually, when I bring home leftovers, let's be honest, I'm, I'm, they're gonna get eaten right away, <laughs> or I'm gonna leave them at the restaurant. So I just don't. I just clean a plate, man. Clean CPC. You know we're having cameras following us around for some fucking reason. Yeah. Well, last night when they were filming us eating, I was a little bit like, because I eat, I got a pizza and then I just eat the toppings because I get it with no cheese and I just like veggies and sauce. Like, give me a plate of veggies and sauce. I, and I know that's probably like wasting the crust, but sometimes crust is delicious. This one wasn't that good. Ooh, okay. So I took, I, I looked at the crust. It wasn't, and they originally put cheese on my pizza because I forgot to say no cheese, like an idiot. And so they made it, and we kept it, and we paid for the one that they accidentally made, but they made another one, and they rushed it, and it just wasn't cooked as well, because they were rushing it, right? Yes. So I just ate the the, the sauce and the veggies, and there's part of me, like, my brain, it's a weird thing to do. It's just, like, eat the sauce and the veggies on top of the pizza. People, Most people would be like, ew, just sauce and veggies, like, that's so gross. Why do you like that? 
I just do. I just do, you know? I don't need a, I'm I'm kind of a low carb kind of gal. I I have carbs when I want them. I wasn't, this wasn't a, this crust wasn't good enough for me to to have it, the carby carbs. Do you feel wasteful or do you think it's just weird? What if you just said, hey, let me get veggies with marinara sauce. I mean, why is that not an option? Um, Should be. It should be, but you know, I wanted the crust if it was going to be good crust. I didn't know. And it's just, it's too much to explain. And also. Are you worried how you're going to see on camera? That's what I was saying. I was, I was, I'm generally, me a year ago, two years ago, would have eaten like two slices, even though like it wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then I maybe would have like, like when the, when I thought someone else was talking and the camera would be on them, I would have eaten the like oh, yeah. toppings off here and there. I get what you're saying though. The camera, like I, midway through dinner, I realized I was eating like I eat. Like, yeah. Like you forget the cameras I, are there. I dip, you know, your boy goes after the hummus. And I get hummus on my fingers, and then I'm licking my. F- I'm sure it looks like a, we're going a to see sides of ourselves yeah. that are really disturbing. But you know, like that dinner though, I was with you, Kirsten, and uh, Chris, yeah. my ex, and like if everyone th- those people accepted me for how I eat, yeah. Like, and if I don't need anyone else's, and my parents definitely do. I don't need anyone else's acceptance about how I eat. I just if these people can see how I eat and still like me. I'm good to go. Look, you know the person that eats a sandwich and they they make like my mom used to make every sandwich an open face sandwich because she didn't want double the carbs, and it's a little weird to see the whole say like you're seeing what's inside. And you end, let's be honest, you end up eating the whole well, thing, but you kind of separate it. It's so funny when you split a sandwich. I used to you know eat six inches and put it in the fridge for three hours later. 20 minutes later. I'm, Three minutes later, yeah. Yeah, I'm eating every, yeah. Or so, like when you, I've seen you like eat the toppings of the, like like I did, like eat the toppings and then you eat the crust and it's like, it would have been you better together. Ca- you carved the, the, the dough yeah. before the crust. So whatever, but I'm saying there's millions of people that will make an open face sandwich that are kind of weird and picky how they eat and we don't all eat like, no, like, we like don't it's are, a cotillion or something. I so have, it's like, who gives a fuck? I, there's no way that I'm not gonna have weird food things with what my life used to be with regarding food. And now that I actually feed myself and I'm never starving myself, I'm never trying to like, I'm never, I never eat for a, for for um so that I don't, so that I'm not fat or so that I stay skinny. Yeah. I'm just eating because it's like what I want. Like yeah, I said I don't like carbs because carbs make me just feel like. I'd rather have something else in that stead that tastes better to me than like carbs. Like I know carbs will fill me up and then I'll be like, oh, I got filled up with that crust that wasn't even that good. Like mm-hmm. I just always want what I want to to get the the amount. And I'm not trying, but even so that I'm I'm not ever trying to be, to eat, to, to lose weight or to manage my weight. And I'm just eating for jo- enjoyment. I'm, I like weird fucking things, and I like eating the toppings off of pizza. And then I, at the end of it, I stacked all of because it just looked weird with it just looked kind of gross with this like mm-hmm. kind of picked apart pizza. So I took all the slices and stacked them on top of each other so it would just be more consolidated. And then the guy came over to get it and was just like, "What is this?" And I was just like, "I don't know." That's like just, when you eat one bite of peas and then you put them, you like spread them apart yeah. to make it look like you ate more. 
I, look, I, watching Love on the Spectrum last night. Oh, and, Love <laughs> on the Spectrum. The guy loving his dinosaurs, the girl or the one loving the s- swords or whatever, or the girl. And they guys, all have these they like are very. just who they yeah. are. And there's. And people, God, we could all be so lucky yeah. to have that kind of freedom of like, they aren't ever trying to look a certain, a way. certain way for yeah. the camera. Like sometimes you go, you, sometimes you watch the show and you get nervous for them because you're like, they're, they're. They're so nervous. It's like they they feel nerves because they like want something to go the way they want it to, but they're never trying to look a certain way or get a false yes thing out of someone. It's yeah. just so beautiful. It's very pure, and it makes me like okay, you know, here's something that I like to do, or here's something I don't know. You just feel more uh, appreciative of like what you like and being okay with that. And I think that we can learn from that. We talked about that on the show last night. Like I did not like just the, that the things you feel that you like that you, you can't help what you like. And, and sometimes, you know, that goes into some illegal territory. I would even say those people can't help what they like. And that doesn't mean that they should be able to do the things that they like but that they should be able to actually tell someone that they like those things and find a way to manage it. Like, I like, like smoking pot all yeah. Da- day. Yes. Right? You like smoking pot all day. But that's, and that's okay. That that's what I like to do because that is giving me something that I can't, I can't help that I like that. There's no, I don't get to choose that I like that. No, no one would choose that. Yeah. So a meth addict loves smoking meth. They didn't get to choose that they like meth. And you might think it's a choice, but it's just not. Like, that's no one wants, no one signs up for life and says, of all the things, I want to do that. And you could argue, but they chose to do meth at one point. But it's even that they didn't choose to have the, to, you know, no free will. DM me if you want to look into it. But I, we talked about last night, I really didn't learn until the age of like 30 that feelings, we're not something that you have a choice of. Noah, did you did you ever feel guilty for your feelings? And by the way, feelings not just being like, I'm scared of this, or I don't like this, or um, I'm mad. Uh, but like what you were saying of like autistic people on this show, they like dinosaurs. There's a 30-year-old man who loves dinosaurs and says, I want to honor them. These great beasts that walked the <laughs> these magical beasts that walked the earth, I honor and love them and pay respect to them for what they've yeah so for the how well, they once ruled us, the world and it was just like a lot they, of us are made to feel guilty for having childhood uh, like obsessions and likes as an adult like you have to grow out hook. of them and you don't have to grow out of them they could just be part of your life but you don't have to like those things made you so ha- happy and fulfilled. Don't throw them away. Don't put them in a box in the garage. Take your dinosaurs out of the garage yeah. and put them in the living room. And Chris. if your if your husband divorces you because of it, or your wife leaves you, you got the dinosaurs to, to you know. To, You're watching to eat with your pizza in the dark. Yeah, like the the childhood things like making you happy. Chris even on the show last night was like, "Oh my god, I I just he has like race car pictures in his bedroom." Ronan on the show. And Chris is like, I just bought that same exact race car picture yeah. for my... And I was like, I 
I'm so glad you did that because that is kind of a childish thing to do is have a picture of a race car. But if it makes you fucking happy, just do it. If it brings you back nostalgia, yes, Michael Jackson went a little far with the I'm living in a like a boy and I'm making my life a child's life. If he if there was all the things he allegedly did were not true, it's fine that he liked kid stuff. This is why people love sports because you get to hold on to your t-ball days mm. and you just buy another guy's jersey and you wear him for the rest of your life and no one questions you because that's sports. You can love your team until you're 98. You're right. But don't you dare have a poster of NSYNC on your wall when you're yeah. 98. Or a poster of Mahomes or whatever. You know, like you can't still, like you can no, wear you a jersey can't with a, his, yeah. but you can't have a poster, but you should be able to. Oh, no, it has to be a fat head now because those fat are for head. adults. <laughs> Noah, what do you, what do you think about all of this one thing that i learned um from a relationship book called getting the love you want is oh that, that's another one that remember? everyone tells me <laughs> changes everything but an important thing that i learned is that um as adults we look to complete our childhood and i think that can be applied to many things so for me all the like sports and stuff that i my parents didn't really invest in me um mm. i get to do as an adult and I get to try them all over again, but I'm in control of the situation. And I think it's brought me a lot of enrichment to my life. I love that. And we we did talk about that with you of like, why are you going, what are you, what are you doing riding horses? Like, where did this come from? What are you, uh, even liking wrestling late in life? Like, these are things that you yeah. were, didn't maybe have exposure to early on that would have, like I always say with Taylor Swift, it would have served me so much to have her in high school. And I'm making up for lost time. I'm healing that 15-year-old yes. that needed that emotional support. Mm -hmm. And, oh my gosh, I have so much to say real quick. Um, oh gosh, what was I going to say about uh, this the sport thing that you're going back and doing? Um, well, I actually, I had a teacher write to me this weekend. Well, I had a, a bunch of weird things happen this weekend with teachers. We got to get to the news. Mm. But like, first of all, my, my favorite teacher of all time, um, Mrs. Madam Kalfas, the, the, um, she's still at Kirkwood High School. She teaches alongside my sister. Um, she uh, wrote to me. I asked her to come to the show this weekend um, because all the cameras following me were like, hey, is there anyone from your past that would be cool to come to your show? And I was like, oh, Madam Kalfas, like, she means so much to me. She's come to a bunch of my comedy shows. She's, you know, works with my sister. She's still like in my life, sees my Instagram, makes hard eyes on things. And um, she couldn't go because she was going to Brandy Carlisle that night, which like, how, what a cool fucking woman. Yeah. So I'm like, if anyone is going to <laughs> trump my show, it's old BC, Brandy Carlisle, who I met at the <laughs> iHeart Awards because I sat next to her wife uh, in Usher's little circle. Um, I was sitting next to this woman who was very nice, but I thought she was like a publicist. And I had been done, I'm done with my delivering my, um, doing my part that I was yeah. nervous about. And then I'm like, I'm just here to party now. I'm sitting with next to Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, uh, this this broad next to me who's someone important. And, I, and she's so nice. And I go, she was like, oh, that was really funny. Good job. And I was like, oh, thank you. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm done. What are you, who are you here with someone? Who are you? And she was like, <laughs> oh, my wife is, you know, doing the Elton John tribute. I'm like, who's your wife? And she's like, Brandy Carlisle. I'm like, get the fuck out of town. I was like, I love her. And yeah. then Brandy comes and sits down. We have a great time. That's the only interaction I've had with Brandy. But she was in St. Louis the same night as my show. Madam Kalfas went to her show and said, so I asked Madam Kalfas if she could go. She goes, um, 
I'd give an arm and a leg to come see you, my dearest Nikki. You and Lauren became a French four lesson this last week. I don't know what that means. But I've got Brandy Carlisle tickets tomorrow night. I will definitely be in the front row next time. So cool that you have a bunch of cameras following you. That's what she said. That's what she didn't say, but something else. Love you. She goes, love you, Twee. Which, by the way, in French, we got to make up... Uh, like we got the to nickname. pick like French names. They yeah. used to do that in like Spanish. Well, I was Andreas. Yeah. Yes. Si. I was Kiki Twee. Like because I liked both the name Kiki because it was it sounded like Nikki. Oh, you and, made up like your whole like. And Twee T H U Y is like I just thought it's like a cool like Kiki Sound Twee. Like so a I bird. was yeah. Kiki Twee. Yeah. And she called. She said she remind. I didn't even remember that was my name. So then I go. Um, I said uh, thank you so much. Um, I love Brandy. Have so much fun. Then um, I said, please let me know. I go, um, she said, bring your cameras to KHS High School. I go, I'm trying to. I want to do a talk for girls there, like a TED Talk kind of thing. And she said, please let me know if I can help, blah, blah. Then before my show, when she's probably getting up, getting ready to go to Brandy Carlisle, she wrote me, give them heck tonight. Oh, I get emotional reading this. Okay. I didn't get, I didn't read this until I was coming home from my show. She goes, give, give them heck tonight, Nikki. You are a courageous, creative soul. Your path is glamorous, but I'm sure it's not always easy. At heart, I know you are the girl who loves animals and the bird you had in high school and your family and bringing joy and laughter to the world. Thank you. And I said, I want to get that fucking tattooed on me. That is the nicest thing. That's a long one, but yeah, that would be dope. I mean, it's great that you connected with a teacher like that. And you kind of forget, like, we forget that the teacher, like, we're their stories. You know what I mean? Like she is proud of you. Like you were like connected to her. Like we for, you know, it's like anything. You just see your teachers. That's a teacher. That's not even a human. But they're on the other end being like, I taught Nikki. She was this. I saw this about her. I knew that old Kiki Twee would be selling out. You she know did the it factory. Now. She. You know I got anorexia like right when she very French anorexia. <laughs> I don't know, just being very well, skinny, like you smoke oh, a yes, cigarette oh, and yes, eat a baguette. So I can wear uh, shirts with horizontal stripes and not uh, feel like fat, you know, like a uh, French man with black and white stripes, uh, you know, horizontal. Um, so, uh, no, she she was on bed rest. My ent- I, I only got into AP French because I was sucked at French, terrible at it, always a struggle. I only did AP French because she was the teacher. Then we start school and she is pregnant and she gets bedridden. And so she mm. can't even teach us. We get a new teacher who is also pretty good, but I only wanted Madame Calfus. Like she was like, I was like kind of in love with her. Like really, really needed her. She was around when September 11th happened. Then she got bed rest. Okay, so like right after our senior year started, boom, she's gone in bed. That child's now like 20, right? But um, she came back, She after she gave birth, she came back and at the very end of the year, she took all the AP French students out to Macaroni Grill. And we had, I had not seen her since back in September yeah. before she left. And by May of 2002, I was like on my way to death. Like I was, I, I remember we went to Macaroni Grill and uh, I mean, this comes back around. This is so weird. Sorry, Noah, we'll get to the news. I ordered pasta. Like it was macaroni grill. There was nothing on the menu that I could eat as an anorexic, like literally nothing. I was freaked out about it. And I remember telling the waiter, can you put no oil in it? Like I was so scared of oil, so scared. I was like, can you just do, because I was scared of fat because pasta didn't have fat, but like oil. And I was like, no oil. And I just remember her like kind of seeing through it and being like, 
okay. Like, and I just remember being like, oh no, she knows. And like, she, I just don't want her to think less of me. And she knows I'm up to something. And I like, I think I really like shut her out after that. But she always was the one that made me feel like, like okay about being who I was and like liking the things I liked and being bad at French and that it was okay and that I was still like you know something I could get good at and it's really weird because I just started watching ASMR videos of women talking in French because there's something so soothing about the woman who's like bonjour mes amis like talking and it's like French music I was like oh maybe I can start French again so I might do that um let's get to the news thank you for letting indulging me Edith Palif Pilaf. Pilaf. I saw Brandy Carlisle. She sang with John Prine. She was so fucking good. Oh, you saw her live? Yeah. Sturgill cool. Simpson, then Brandy Carlisle. And John, she came out and sang with John Prine. Uh, what a concert. That was yeah. probably my favorite concert. She She's incredible. I got to get into her more, but it's just so hard for me to get into new music. That's not going to help. Dun, dun. Okay, let's get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. I have like... You ever get muscle spasms? Uh, Yeah. I have a muscle spasm. I love them. And really? Oh, I, I, I guess hold you them can lean I into feel, them. I feel my body twitching and I'm like, oh my God, it's like a little alien. It's almost like a baby's kicking okay. in my eye. You know what? That's that's. I'm going to change my thought process because I, <laughs> I have I don't know if that's better though. I, <laughs> I have it, just it feels, in my makes chest. makes me feel like it's not up to me. But it's like right next to like kind of where my heart is. So the old Andrew would go, is that my chest or is that my heart? Not no. beating correctly. I think you're in love. <laughs> Miss you, Brenna. Miss you so Miss much, you, baby. Baby. Kisses. New episode of Puddles with uh, yeah, Puddles, with Andrew's, uh, Andrew's podcast. If you want to check it out, him and um, Brenna, his girlfriend, are. she might be the new permanent yeah, co-host. Honestly, I'm the news. so lazy with it. Okay, uh, thank you so much and have all the swells. Oh, yeah, um, good job. Not drinking enough water. <laughs> probably causes these little baby muscle spasms in us uh might leave you with less energy brain fog affect your focus your breathing and heart rate may be faster than normal you can overheat and you might feel confused or cranky we you know you're supposed to drink six to eight glasses of water per day how much water do we drink nikki dude i'm not even joking you some days zero zero i got i I mean it's in that i mean it's in the spin drift i'm drinking it's sparkling water listen if if my body dead. needed, I listen to what my body needs, and sometimes it does fucking need water, and I chug some water. I'm I'm in tune. I'm not gonna be one of these people that I used to chug water so I could just get it in because I knew it's gonna be good for my skin. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. I'm just if my body needs it, I'll get it. I will be more mindful of that and like. But I trust now that I. I like putting things in my body that feel good and I'm not going to beat myself up anymore about the not getting enough water. I can't do it because then I start drowning myself with water and I, I feel know. sick. Yes, you could overdo it. Even or though like- Mick Jagger was really chugging it down the other night and it was like, I, w- I was like, film it. Like he would show up on the big screen like dancing and then they would go over to Keith Richards and that's when he would go for his water bottle and I'm like, I want to know what water bottle he has because it looks so efficient and cool. I feel like he is probably insanely anal about what he puts in his body. 
I'm sorry, you said anal and I got yeah, distracted. Yeah, yeah, I um, can feel that. I'm, I'm anal about what I put in my body, too. Because he wants to still be, like, there's something about a 78-year-old man that still wants to look sexy. I'm like telling he's, you, every person in that goddamn building Googled uh, Mick Jagger age, <laughs> Mick Jagger health regimen. I learned that he runs up to eight miles a day. He eats Eight clean. miles a day. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, this is what... This is what Bruce Springsteen does. He comes home from concerts where he performs for yeah, four hours yeah. with like four encores and then runs five miles on the treadmill, uh, cooks up a delicious meal. Like he just is one of these hyper productive, like go, go, go clean eating people. And I feel like if we I was talking to Kirsten about it last night and her whole I love Kirsten's method uh, or her like I'm so excited to bring her to the world mm -hmm. if you heard her like you get it she's just like an amazing person to best. put in front of these cameras that are following me around to show someone who i always projected so much perfection on because she does have a perfect body in quotes perfect hair perfect skin like every she just is like a happy person like you're just like god she just is kind of perfect and it can be irrit it used to really bother me and make me so jealous and fuel a lot of like self-hatred of, because I couldn't be her, mm -hmm. no matter how hard I tried. And even though she brought me so much joy, there was always this like subconscious like resentment that I couldn't be her. But now it's like, I was talking to her, or I heard her talking to someone about how she trains people, and it goes to like she's a she's one of the best trainers in America. I'm I'm I would I would venture to guess. Mm -hmm. She climbed the ranks of this really prestigious. Um, a health center in Kansas City, the best gym in Kansas City. Very, you know, expensive to join. She's the most ex one of the most expensive trainers, definitely in um, Kansas City. And she, um, what she does, she's not telling people what to eat and like you got to count your macros and you got to get this much in and and if you don't do this, you're wrong. She was like, I'm the kind of trainer that's going to tell you not what to eat, how many carbs, how many like milligrams of this protein powders to do, but like. Read a, read a book before you go to bed. Go to bed early. Wake up early. Journal. Like, wear clothes that feel good on you. And where at the same time, she totally works. Uh, like, she's a genius when it comes to fitness and, and what to do. But she's never going to tell someone they need to lose weight or they need to get abs or, uh, you know, because that's just not sustainable. Yeah, it's interesting, like, how you set a goal. Like, what your goal is. If someone goes, well, my goal is I want to see four, all five, six of my abs. That's my goal. Yeah. It's like, you know, when uh, some, what's that quote where you like, if you build a house, but then if you build like a, a synagogue or a church, there's more passion behind it. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Like, no, but because, yeah. But like it gives whoever's building it a reason to build it. Right? right, so these people like instead of like just focusing. I on, have a I have I, a trip coming up, and I need yes. to get in shape for it. It's no, like, it's more about being like healthy and balanced. Are you going to be an eighty year old man counting macros? Give me a fucking but break. Do you think like, Mick Jagger does? No, I honestly think I bet he does things that feel good for him. Like I yeah. bet eight running eight miles for him is not like, oh, I gotta get up and do it because I want to look a certain way. It's like this helps me perform mm -hmm. with the energy that I like that makes yes. me the happiest like the th and maybe you can argue it makes me happy to have abs okay but when your abs go away when you're an older person or let's say you get into a car accident and you're in a wheelchair and you can't have abs or your your limbs atrophy are you gonna be okay is that are you gonna kill yourself yeah. like are what 
when your happiness and your self-worth is wrapped up in those physical things and listen i'm not free of the burden of self-obsession and and body image but i just know that when i hear a trainer tell a woman who's pregnant on the fucking stair climber next to me um that she needs to start eating he was i remember he was describing a smoothie that she she should have for two of her meals and I was like, that smoothie is less than 200 calories. Yeah. Like, I know. And I just said, I'm sorry, she's pregnant. And you're making her do a workout right now where she's already burned 200 calories. So all her whole, her lunch is 200. And he goes, I'm sorry, was I talking to you? And I go, no, but I can't help but hear that you're advising a pregnant woman to restrict her nutrition. Like, what the... F- like trainers that come from that perspective. Yeah. That's when I would hide in the bathroom and dude, I've during just been that confrontation. There. I've been there for 20 years of, and I just want other people to give up this like diet culture. And what about this, this though? Mick Jagger or Turkey? Are you ready? Oh yeah. Let's play Mick Jagger or Turkey. Are Andrew's going to do an impression and it's either a Mick Jagger impression or a Turkey. Um, That's definitely a Turkey. No, that was Mick Jagger. Okay. Mick Jagger. Okay. Do it. Let's do it again. That's a turkey. That is a fucking turkey. Mick Jagger again? No yeah, way, dude. I'm okay. You. All right, last one. Okay. Here we go. You could try. Okay. But- one more. Oh, that's, I mean, 100% Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Ah, uh, yes. Got it. Nice. <laughs> um, wow. It was Mick Jagger the whole time. What would a turkey look like if you did it, though? I guess you got to keep gotta playing the game. Stay tuned. <laughs> I just, uh, you know what? It should be sassy turkey or McDonald's. <laughs> sassy turkey, turkey that got McDonald's. pardoned on Thanksgiving by the president. <laughs> like that just comes back to the roost. Like McDonald's. You know was that good. was going to be our bird for America, the turkey. It should be because he's so much smarter than the eagle. Did you know the Velociraptor was really the size of a turkey? We learned that last night from Mark. One that of the actually autistic. blew my mind. Yeah, I knew. I knew about it from Reddit. Hey, um, Andrew. Uh, next news story. Oh yeah, shit. I thought we were just water. Talking. I gotta. I I have to drink more water. But guess what? I get to drink more water if I want to. Well, a part of the article said that um, seltzer could be counted as water. Hold on. Boom. Let, let me just quickly see before Andrew moves on. Uh, sparkling Jack. water. Jack water. Uh, fruit teas without sugar can also be another healthy way to increase water consumption. Okay. Well, guess what? Old Canhead is. Gonna keep on <laughs> sipping the sieves. Okay. No I do eight zevias a day at least. Yeah. Those are sel- they're, they're seltzer ish. You'd be dead if you weren't drinking water. We hey, will someone send me if like stevia is bad for you? Will someone send me like why? Or if you're a company out there, can you just send us a lot of water? Yeah, but Zevia, what what are you doing? Every single photograph I have of myself yeah, has a fucking yeah. Zevia in my hand. You should literally be the head of their company. I, I, I should invest because it's delicious. And I met a guy on the road who goes, when I saw Zevia was on your rider, I was like, that's my girl. I'm going to enjoy this girl. And I go, are you addicted too? And he was like, oh, I go through like 40 cans in like three days. Like he was like, he's worse than me. Yeah, I mean, people love Celsius because we talk about it. I think we talked about it more than Zevia. But if you... If you want a drink that is going to change your life and get you addicted, and it's kind of expensive though, Zevia yes, ginger root beer is my jam. Yeah. And so is uh, the cream soda. Okay. At Etna, uh, an Etna woman, I don't know what Etna means. Oh, I don't know what it actually I think I it's think probably it's like a, a small town in, okay. um, from wherever yeah. this local news store is. Yes. Uh, this woman who wanted to. <laughs> what if her name was Etna? Some Etna woman. Yeah, an Etna woman named Etna. Um, <laughs> 
wanted to spend more time with her boyfriend, but she was arrested after she directed two separate bomb threats to where he worked. So he worked at a factory. She wanted to hang out with him longer, so she made bomb threats. Talk about love. I mean, was he in on this? Um, was this like a, you know... I don't think so. Jeff Galuli situation? Whole, okay. His whole office had to be evacuated. Yeah, they lost a and, lot of money it, for her to get some dick for another two but days. But did how much of um, Bachelor in Paradise did they get through together? Like, I don't know what <laughs> yeah, she wanted him around. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, you, like, how do you get to that I'm point? not kidding you. Like, uh, Noah, thank you for choosing this. Yeah, like, it's a great I story. Want the I want my partner to be, you know, my best friend, like someone that, you know, not the same best friend that Anya's my best friend or Andrew's my best friend, but I want someone around that I can like that I love being around yes. and that will be around me as much as possible because I want yeah, I want like a life partner and I want someone who because I make enough money, I just feel like for two people and I don't plan on really having kids. I don't want them to really work unless the work they do brings them immense joy and doesn't cause them stress outside of work. Like I don't want someone and if they're working a factory, like if they're working a job that doesn't bring them joy, get out of that. Just come on the road with me or, you know, you don't have to be on the road with me. But like if let's say that they were like you and they liked golfing, I'd be like, just go on the road with me and just go Play golf, golf. Yeah. during the day and then come to the shows at night and hang out with me and my friends. And that yeah, I love, sick to me. you know, work really does take, um, if you're dating someone who like is gone a lot working or, or they hates don't like their, their job, job, it's, it's yeah, hard. It is. It's tough because you want, if they don't like their job, you want to change it for them, but then they also just want you to listen. They don't want you to like try to fix it. And but you then end up like, working with these people that they work with that drive them crazy because you hear about them just as much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But have you ever heard this? This was an interesting thing that I remembered from a book called The Dance of Anger that I made my ex-boyfriend listen to on a road trip. Is it getting to Dance trip. of Anger? <laughs> yeah, it has to have getting in it. <laughs> um, it was called Dance of Anger, and we audiobooked it on the, our cross-country drive yeah. when we moved from New York to L.A., and I don't remember anything from this book, but the other day he reminded me of something that when someone is getting angry about something, like say I'm bitching about, um, like I was supposed to get this, like the, today when I was like, there's all these boxes and I don't know what to do with all of them. When you go, God damn it. Yes. Why are these boxes? When you join in. Add to the fire. Yeah. You, it's, it, it, it takes away my feet. Like you, there's only, it, when, when, when your partner gets angry listening is so much better than joining in mm. and adding to it not because it adds to the fire but because that person that person's anger is their own and let them have it and it's best for you and them to not i forget how he phrased it but my ex-boyfriend had so what should you do let's say listen and, okay bitch to me no no go ahead go ahead talk about the boxes what should i do you said no no, no you talk about the you be me oh these fucking boxes i keep getting boxes i don't know what to do it's piling up i gotta bring it to fucking recycling yeah that is i don't understand why i need more things yeah i don't need more things it's really it's so it, that sounds so frustrating i really i i i, I relate to feeling that frustrated you don't think i need to like make a switch though i feel like i i gotta stop ordering things obviously i'm just a fucking idiot with this shit i think i don't think you're an idiot and i think you should just i think you know just feel this feeling and maybe it'll lead you naturally to doing the right thing instead of beating yourself about what you should be doing i feel like you you definitely did this for a reason and it'll you'll you'll figure it you'll you'll be okay 
but I, I totally understand your frustration right now. Okay. Instead I like, like I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, validation. Yeah. And now yeah. let's do the, the way that we shouldn't do. Ready? Okay. These fucking boxes are piling up. I just, I can't I mean, keep ordering keep things. I keep ordering stuff. And I so, know. I mean, it's, I, I, when I order, they're, they're everywhere. That's I, a huge mess. I'm telling you. I'm, and then your hands get all dry when you break oh. down the boxes and like you, then you, your cuticles start ripping and then you start picking at those because you're anxious. I didn't even think of that. Well, now I I'm do even because more I angry. keep watching you rip at your cuticles and you're bleeding all over our apartment and it's just, there's blood on the cabinets but that's kind of fun though the double up on the anger there's blood on the cabinets and there's i was, i'm eating pizza, pizza in, in the, the dark, dark. Yeah. yeah yeah there is <laughs> my baby left me because she said there's no spark let's take a quick break and come back with why do i care why do i care are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. 
a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good all right andrew why do i care all right why do i care um i think you're gonna care about this one Mm -hmm. okay will smith told his life coach oh he wanted a harem of girlfriends in his late 20s or in his 20s he loved the idea of traveling with 20 different women that he loved and took care of he also admitted to being attracted to Halle Berry and the ballerina Misty Copeland. I remember seeing Misty Copeland as one of these women that he wanted in his harem. Um, yeah, he said the process of speaking about it had him realize that thoughts were not sins, and even acting on impure thoughts didn't make him a piece of shit. There you I go. Know, he can't help how he feels. He wants a fucking harem. He wants a harem. That doesn't make him a bad person. His actions uh, to acquire that harem could lead to things that would make him feel like... If he decided to do an R. Kelly and have, you know, well, yeah. sex slaves, uh, because R. Kelly wanted the same thing, right? Yeah. Maybe in a different way, but like he went about that. He he didn't he didn't have the same introspective. R. Kelly got like, the harem like how that lady got her husband to hang out with her more. Yes. By calling bomb threats. Now, <laughs> Will Smith can do it your way by just working six jobs and being able to afford them all. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, that woman needs to get to work. Yeah, yeah. um, I'm really looking forward to Will Smith's autobiography, which is called Will. And uh, Neil Brennan, my friend, was posting about how Will was the one that uh, exposed him to ayahuasca. And Neil actually shared with me a really interesting video that um, he had been interviewing Will for something. I don't even know what, but this was years ago. And, you know, Neil's a name dropper. Whenever I'm around him, he's always telling me about what famous person he knows. He's friends with the most famous people ever. Yeah. He's just, he just has that energy. And I, I love Neil. And I love his special three mics on Netflix because it talks about how he's he likes, you know, saying that he's friends with famous people. And likes because it gives him, yeah. I like that he's admitted, like, 
Yeah, I, that ayahuasca cool. post on Instagram was like, now I could finally let you He's know. like, I've got into ayahuasca <laughs> and here's why. It's because of Will Smith. But it's true. Like, Yeah, no, it is. But, it he is. Sh- but he shared a video with me of Will Smith talking about um, success. And I'll never forget that he said that Will had a crisis uh, or some something of the sort of like, once you've climbed Mount Everest, if that's what you always thought would make you happy what there's not a taller mountain there isn't enough if mountaineering is your thing and you could go well you could go to space that's not a mountain right you could could climb it with 20 hot bitches but (laughs) you know what i mean you could bring a a pack of sexy sherpas with you next time um yeah that's so funny um misty copeland might do a little couple plies on uh the but the yeah, summit, th- but no, but they have an open relationship. Him and um, yeah, but I Jada. just remember him saying that on that clip that that um, Neil shared with me of having a crisis of like when you've achieved everything, which he clearly yeah. Will Smith had. I mean, At he didn't like win an 25. Oscar, but who cares? I mean, like maybe that what wasn't his goal. What did you take goal. away from it? I took away what from did you it take that away from it. I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna know that feeling till I get there. But I do know that it's true. Like I know that. Success does not bring happiness. Like whatever we're going after, like it, it just showed me that someday I'm gonna. I hope to understand that because obviously I want to have all the successes. I mean, and look at every childhood star that reached the highest high of popularity. I mean, I the just, track record's not good. Well, like I was talking to my mom about all these cameras around us uh, the other day, and she's you know concerned of how she's going to come across the same way that I would have been concerned about how someone's going to see me eating that pizza right eating the toppings off pizza gate yeah yeah and she's worried about her gate and the fact that she doesn't have one and that the the yard looks like shit Nikki and blah 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 and I go mom I totally understand this feeling right I like boxed her like a pile of boxed her I go I get this feeling I've been there let's follow it out like and, and what I did with the pizza thing last night I'm like Okay, if someone judges me about it, I went through all of this in my head. I'm like, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, wait a second. All I want in life, everything that I've ever wanted is love. I want money so I can secure. I want, I want security. I want to feel safe. And I want love, right? But really all of this fame searching is about, it's not so much about security. Because I'm fin- financially secure. I should just stop then. It's about love, right? And acceptance. The people at that table, I was like, are my truest loves of my life. You, Kirsten, and my ex-boyfriend, Chris. Like, these are the people that, like, and I, my mom and dad, they couldn't be there. But, like, they're, I know that they love me no matter what. I could do anything. Mm-hmm. I've eaten really weird things in front of them. And I go, Mom, who, what's, when you get insecure about something that you don't want to show the world, and this is to everyone, like, think about, like, what's your biggest fear? What are they going to think about you? And I go, do you, does you having a messy storage room mean that you're, like, what does it mean about you that I'm lazy? She goes, that I'm lazy. Mm. And I was like, wow, like, that is my biggest fear in life is that people think I'm lazy, which is ironic because that's the thing that people tell me more than anything is that how hard I work. Mm -hmm. And I hear that over and over, and it doesn't matter how many times people tell me it, I still have a fear that I'm tricking you into thinking I worked hard. It's a magic trick, and it's sleight of hand, and I'm actually lazy, and you don't know that I am. I've now accepted, like, I'm not lazy. And when I am lazy, it's self-care. When I stay in bed all day, and, and, and so I told my mom, 
you're not lazy. She goes, and I go, I guess you could argue, well, then why don't you clean the storage closet? If it needs to be cleaned and you don't clean it, that's probably lazy. And I go, because you wanted to watch a Housewives marathon instead of that. And she goes, I don't watch Housewives. And I go, it's just an example. Yes. Whatever you did <laughs> yeah. instead of doing yes, that, you could say. lead you to believe like that. Like, let's say you did something entertainment value that wasn't important. I go, Or you hang out with your nephews or your grandkids. Yeah. I go, yeah. I went to the Rolling Stones concert the other night instead of working on my act for my special. I should have been home probably working on my mm-hmm. jokes if you really if you if you <laughs> if you think my 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 special is like the storage closet and it's like well guess what and she goes no you that is not the same as me laying on the couch watching tv that's the wrong sense and i go it's all the same it's entertainment it's yes. not necessary but guess what it is you whatever you and i always tell this to people when they feel bad about oh i'm fat you did not choose to be fat. You did not press a button and go, I want my thighs to look like this or whatever you're thinking about that day. You didn't choose for your storage closet to be a mess. It's a mess because you prioritized other things. Now, were the other things you were prior- prioritizing um, that that special? Were they spending time with your grandkids? Maybe not. Maybe it was doing something like binging your kitchen cabinet and that made you fat. And now your storage closet is is full and also you're you're feeling fat because you ate too much you ate pizza in the dark well guess what you needed to you could you had to have that pizza in the dark because you were feeling feelings that if you would have not had the pizza in the dark and you would have gone i want it so fucking bad because i don't like this feeling it's gonna go somewhere else the next day and it's gonna be more it's gonna be a lot of pizza in the daylight you know what i'm saying (laughs) so just forgive yourself for having a sturdy storage closet think about who are you so scared is going to see this thing about you and what are they going to think? And if they think that, what's going to happen? And are the people at your table, the ones that love you, are they judging you for your storage closet? Because I bet they're not. Like the people that you are closest to, you can be yourself around. And yeah. if they don't shut out their love for you because of that, then then let the world see who you really are and maybe accept yourself. It really like dawned on me last night with those cameras around being like, all that matters is the people at this table. And the people at this table represent a lot more people that aren't at this table. But because these people at this table aren't going, Nikki, what the fuck are you doing? You don't deserve love because you're eating pizza that way. Then I think I'll be okay. Even if the message boards who watch the thing that the cameras are filming did say that I am a weird eater and I'm gross. And I can't believe a 37-year-old woman stuffs her face like that and eats like a child. Guess what? Andrew, Chris, and Kirsten still love me. That's all I need. That's all I wanted. And that's why I care about that Will Smith thing, I guess. And that's why I want to hear him. Noah. And Noah. Noah like, still loves Noah you. Noah always, like, <laughs> Noah, you were at that table too. You know, like, that table represented the people that I are closest yes. to me that that it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's how I feel exactly. Yeah. It's um, like, just whatever's in the room is in the room. That's all. Exactly. Like, people if the pe- That's what matters. And I think we could be so comfortable with those people and go, oh, well, they, I'm worried about what, you know, the woman down the street thinks with the perfect lawn and the perfect hair and the perfect body. She works out every day. And why can't I be like her? Why do you, is she going to go up, be at your funeral? Is she going to shed a tear when you die? She doesn't give a fuck well, about that, you. Stop the, trying to impress her. Lazy cult, be, being thought of as lazy and then being thought of as like, like there's such a positive about like they hustle so hard, and it's like on the flip side of that hustle so hard is avoidance of talking to your parents, avoidance of um, you know being closer with your friends, avoidance of doing whatever it is. Like the the negative around lazy and the positive around hustle needs to 
kind of we need to stop that talk and that like if you're not hustling you ain't shit you miss out on so much when you hustle so much even what's his name when i sent you that clip um logic yeah he was talking about like how you become as good as he is and he was like i don't have (laughs) i don't have a social life i don't i missed out a lot and he goes part of me wants to go back to that kid who worked so fucking hard and say get outside every now and again like if you're someone who enjoys doesn't hustle and doesn't define themselves by their career and how much the what what you put out there and how much like the world is consuming of you maybe you're spending time with people who your quality time you spend with them is leading them to have a better life that can create that stuff you know like yeah. you could be adding to the input that the that's being put out in the world For um sure. okay let's get to reddit dump Karaoke. Oh my God! This is your Reddit dump. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you can hear karaoke mode at the beginning. Karaoke mode. Um. Okay. So it's also I, your laughter at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. The things I saved are all videos, and I regret this. But you guys gotta like. I don't know if I can zoom in on them when I. Put Maybe we up. could put the links on somewhere. Yeah, I mean, for when we like, has anyone video. seen the footage of Hitler at a horse riding contest? No. And he's high. they say he's high on meth, but a lot of the comments are saying he had like pretty late stage Parkinson's at this point. This video is slightly sped up, slightly okay. But even if it's slightly sped up, you tell me how fucking insane. Are you this sure it's is. not Charlie Chaplin? No, dude, this is Hitler. And it says Hitler high on meth. And this is from the, um, sorry, this is from the uh, subreddit Interesting GIFs, G-I-F-S. Press replay on that. This is, I can't believe more people don't see this. Wow. You guys, he is rocking back and forth in his chair like this. I mean, if you're watching the video. Like, like it's back and forth, like one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. And it's slightly sped up, but it's, it's. So insane that even if it slowed down like three quarters the speed of it, it would still be like, why is this guy rocking back and forth so much? It's really scary. He's kind of doing the sassy turkey. Um, yeah. yeah, I think no, I think it's Mick Jagger. Actually. <laughs> I think. Uh, first of all, why is there such a big crowd for a horse riding contest? Like it's not even a race. I mean, maybe it was like <laughs> was their the version thing. of, you know, the Jake Paul fight. <laughs> And it was in the 30s. There was like barely any television. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I mean, that's the guy. Like, it's Dude, so crazy how one guy like that who's rocking like just is Google the- Hitler high on meth in a horse riding contest at a horse riding contest. He's in the crowd. He has the you know swastika on his arm, and he's back and forth. And I don't know if it's meth or Parkinson's, but people you know are arguing in the says the drug regimen this guy was taking on a daily basis put Jordan Belfort to shame. Someone says me when my ass itches, but I cannot scratch. I mean, people on Reddit are so funny. Is there um, someone said uh, that fucking murderous Nazi? I hope he's burning in hell. Okay, that's that's a good comment. Uh, gee, how much drugs did the Nazis really take, and why? Said someone said lots. And historically, things like meta- methamphetamine was given to soldiers by the government so they could stay up for days in battle. This, of course, was also done in other con- others countries' militaries. I mean, yeah, I th- there's talk of like my my grandfather was a uh, eye surgeon, and he died. Uh, I think in his 40s, he smoked a lot and was, you know, drank a lot and perhaps had some mental issues that my family, you know, sweeps under the rug and doesn't really talk about. But um, there was talk of him probably popping, you know, yeah, methy type pills so that he could 
do surgery and and work long hours and stay up and drink and then get up in the morning and do surgery again. And this was in the you know sixties. I mean, there was 50s, Coke 60s. and Coca Cola. Like what? A, it's just funny how like certain things like if enough people do them, they're the norm. So it's like, and then we don't realize the repercussions. I mean, hopefully science is better now where we kind of have an understanding of like, you know, giving people meth. It's probably not the best way for them to work on eyes. But, but like there in 30 years, we could go, oh, actually Zoloft uh, caused cancer of your, you know, of your calves or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, well, they're going to say that sh the sugar is the. Yeah, well, you smoking. Yeah. Ryan Hamilton has a great joke where he's like, someday we're going to be like, did you know they had, sh they, there were people eating sugar on planes? Like the same way we talk <laughs> yeah. about smoking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, this is from dating, uh, wait, sorry, this is from Today I Learned, the subreddit. Today I Learned, T-I-L, if you ever see T-I-L, it means Today I Learned. Today I Learned about a New Jersey history professor who was telling a story to his class about how a ranger saved his life in a canyon at night in Texas in 1940. This is wild. The ranger had managed to track him down and coincidentally walked into the classroom right as the professor was telling the story. Wait, Are you listening to what I'm yeah. saying? So the guy got saved by a ranger. Here's the, here's the article. Tuesday, um, Why was this the guy is from there? December 29th, 2015. Because he found the... So, okay, Royce Burton was teaching history at a New Jersey university when he decided to tell his class about a frightening experience he had as a young man. He was a Texas Ranger. This is a Rio, Grande, a Rio Grande, 1940. He got lost in a canyon after dark. Pete's after dark. Mm. He tried to climb out, but he lost his balance. Da, 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 da. Suddenly, a fellow Ranger appeared and hoisted him to safety with his rifle strap. He thanked this guy for saving his life, but lost contact with him after both men enlisted in, the, in World War II. Um, so then... 25 years later, Burton was in the middle of sharing his story when an elderly man appeared in the doorway. It was Joe, the fellow ranger. He had tracked Burton down 25 years later and walked into his classroom at precisely the moment that he was recounting his rescue. He said, he goes, I'll have Joe finish the rest of the story, Burton said without missing a beat as the astonished classroom witnessed the two men's reunion. Um, synchronicity is a term coined by Carl Jung the Swiss psychiatrist and mystic. It is the occurrence of two events that have no apparent cause and effect relation, but are nonetheless connected by meaning often in profound ways. Synchronicity is an odd term, but it's a familiar experience to many people. Someone dreams of a childhood friend he hasn't heard from in years and gets a phone call from that friend the next day. Yeah. You know, these are coincidences that we go, you won't believe this. This is a sign from the universe. The thing is, I listened to a radio lab episode and I believe it's called synchronicity. Uh, and it's from years ago. Shang Wang, the comedian, recommended it to me. We were driving to Sabrina Jalees' wedding in Vermont from He's New York. He's so funny. He's so funny. And he goes, have you, have you never heard Radiolab? And I was like, no. And he goes, dude, dude, <laughs> there's an episode you've got to listen to. And it's called, I think it's oh, called Synchronicity. Oh, you told me about this. With the balloon. With, yeah, it's the balloon. And it just talks about these things in life that you go, the, there, was a, there was a balloon that a girl let go of. And she tied a note to it. And it flew 40 kilometers away and landed in a bush. And that bush was, and then the father who owned the house that that bush fell into, this is the story, picked up the balloon and it said, you know, whoever finds this, please reach out to Sarah Burton and then gave her address. He is the father of a, a girl whose name is Sarah Burton, 
who's the same age, uh, like this, like had a bunch of like the same, mm-hmm. like same birthday or something. And the thing is, people go, "What the fuck? How? What are the odds? The odds are astronomically low." But the thing is, it happens. They gave a perfect example, and this takes us into final thought. A perfect example of this, when you, when something in your life happens coincidentally, like you dream of something and someone, or you go, I was just talking about this person and they just called me. I haven't talked about this person in five years and they call me now. Yeah. It's probably not God or the universe, even though I do believe in signs and I like to give meaning to them. This is this gives you an example. The, it's bound to happen sometimes. These things are bound. Your life has so many different, you've met thousands of people in your life and every day, and every year, thousands of people call you. At some point, both of those things, the thousand people you know yeah. and the thousand people that call you are going to line up in a weird way. And think of this. Oh, my God, this person I had a dream about two nights ago called me today. Well, if it was really a sign, why wouldn't you have dreamed about them last night? Why was it two nights ago? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a little bit. People kind of go. But the one of you. Well, who knows how many times that guy has told that story? To right, the class. Exactly. And here's another thing. When there is a field of grass, let's say there's a huge field mm-hmm. and there's m- probably hundreds of thousands shards of grass, maybe uh, millions, right? And you throw a lawn dart, right? And every p- blade of grass is going, oh my God, I hope it doesn't hit me. Or like, if it hits me, that will be wild. Like, what a sign. It's got to hit one of them. Yeah. You know, it's not going to not hit any of them. It's going to, one of those blades of grass is going to feel like I'm special. But guess what? It had to hit one. There's nothing special about the, 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 the definite uh, occurrence of one of those blades of grass being hit. There's one, 100%, one of them's going to get hit, right? But that one, when it's you, you feel so special. Like you feel like, oh my God. Like well, It's like catching a foul ball at a, it, it came to yeah. me and, and my grandfather caught a foul ball on the same day in 1941 <laughs> and his funeral is next week. He just died two weeks ago. It's like you can ascribe yes. all this meaning, but your life has millions of variables. And if you want to, you can ascribe meaning to anything. And it, it takes some of the magic out of life. It really does. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. that's not what, you know, that's the same thing as tarot cards. I don't really believe tarot is yeah. mystical and actually, you know, is connected to actual Things that I'm like, okay, this is an actual absolute truth, but it it allows you to interpret your life in a new way and to see your life from a different lens. So if, you know, your Aunt B dies and then a bee lands on your shoulder and makes you go, oh my God, that's my Aunt B talking to me. Like, maybe you needed your Aunt B there that day because you have a job interview tomorrow and you're nervous about it. And you. Can you remember a moment where like things lined up? I, I remember a few. Well, one, I was at a Bulls game and they threw a ball. The Bulls brothers, it was like the Blues brothers. Oh, that's funny. And they threw a ball, and it, like, what's that game in uh, Price is Right where, tick, 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 where it, like, bounces it, like, oh, the Plinko. Plinko or yeah, Plinko. Plinko. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how you make fried tempura. But, like, and so it it freaking Plankoed off, like, 15 other people, and I literally have a, a Coke and, like, a hot dog in my hand, and it just fell perfectly right in my lap, and I go... Uh, like I was with my mom like it was just like one of those things is that the best moment of your life I mean it was up there with like at that point in my life yeah it was pretty fucking cool but like I had moments like I was in California I remember when I was like 12 or something and I'm in this like obscure restaurant 
middle of nowhere. Maybe there's like 10 people in there. And one of like my best friends from camp yes. is there with his family. He's one of the 10. And I'm like, what? What is that? Yeah. You know, you go. But then you're like, well, he restaurant. has a certain amount of money, his family, right? They travel a certain amount. Like, the, there's, there's, a certain... there's websites that direct you <laughs> to the places to go that are cool in yeah, town. Yeah. And they went to the same website because you guys search the same things because you're from the same place. And there's 300 campers that would have probably surprised me. Yes. Well, have you had a moment like that, though? Like, where um, you were, like, far away from something or? You know, like, I, I remember I, you know, I've talked about how, like, I recently believe in God and, like, am much more spiritual. But when I was a kid, I was not allowed to, like believe in i just my parents were like that was like no it was sports yeah like Like there's no there's no god in my house but i used to pray and i remember one time praying i was um it was fifth grade and i was i was going out with a boy like it was my first like boyfriend and he asked me out diego vsc's asked me out on the bus and i really didn't want anyone to find out about it because i was just like I don't want to do anything with it. Like, I don't, I was just like, I don't even want a boyfriend. I'm like doing this because it's like, even then your brain is spinning so much. Oh my God. And I remember staying up that night and like not being able to sleep and just being like, I just knew that if Tyler Schoonover found out about it, he would be like, why is Diego dating Nikki Glazer? Like she's a nerd. And then everyone would like hear that I was a nerd and was like, for some reason, I really didn't want Tyler Schoonover to be at school. Like I was just, but he was never absent ever. And I remember praying to God and I had this weird ritual where God would only answer my prayers if I laid in bed in a way that I'd never laid before. So I would have to be like, I'll cross my fingers in a weird way. (laughs) And then my leg, I would have to make a shape with my body that had never been made before, which isn't hard to do because like there's enough variables in your body that you can, I would lay like this and be like, please God, have Tyler Schoonover, please not be there at school tomorrow. And he was sick from school the next day. <laughs> and that made me believe in the power of making my body into a weird shape and praying for things. And I never really tested it again because I was too scared that. Is that why my asshole hurt yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did because you stop? You, you have this power? <laughs> because I didn't want the power to be taken because I knew it was a coincidence. I knew it was a fucking coincidence. Even then, I was like, this ain't God. This is just me being OCD. <laughs> it would have been such a different story depending on how sick Tyler got. Like, if it was like. <laughs> no, Tyler's cool now and he, like, I no, follow him I know, on Instagram. But you know what I mean, though? Like, wish if- him a lot of luck. But back then, I was just so scared. But eventually, Mrs. Grow did find out about me and D. Mrs. Grow was my teacher and someone told her. And I remember it was like slow motion. It was like that um, Black Hole Sun video of like. In your face, like, whoa. whoa. Like a, and she yeah. just goes, Nikki and Diego sitting in the a tree. A teacher like, did this? Yeah, because everyone was like, Nikki and Diego are dating. And she, but it wasn't mean. She was just yeah. going like, she was kind of happy for me because I was a dork and she was like, ooh, Nikki and Diego. She probably said it like that. But to me, it was like, Nikki and Diego. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> black hole sun, won't you come? Oh, won't you come? <laughs> Black hole sun <laughs> and like dripping blood and like melting. Faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so referenced wait, that time. How long did you date Diego? We're still together. Oh, we never broke up. That was my joke. I, I saw him again in high school at Tree Court, my pool, and he was there. Tree and Court. I, and I and I actually wrote him. I think on Facebook in college and wrote him and was like, technically we're still dating because we never broke up. He switched schools in sixth grade, so I never saw him again. But I wonder um, why he switched. He better not be fucking married and cheating on me because we never broke up, Diego. And I want you to know, you if you're out there, Diego Villasis, I tr- I look for him all the time because he was so cute. 
I think he's probably a doctor now. He's so smart and just like so cute. Yeah. And she's saving her he's vagina like a hot for doctor you, somewhere. Diego. Yeah, Diego. I'm saving my vagina for you <laughs> to examine because I really do need to go get a vag exam. Not, and there's nothing wrong. It's just I need my annual. I got you. Okay, guys. With that, we are. Uh, I'd rather you sing Brandy Carlisle to me than ever make that joke again. Uh, thank you for listening to the show today. We'll be back tomorrow with more show. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we are live on YouTube. Oh, Luigi, you look cute as fuck. If you want to see how cute Luigi is, you gotta go on there. You are so cute. What the fuck, guys? Don't be cute out there. And yeah, um, I can't believe we haven't done that one yet. I don't know if we have. It's the ones that are so right there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.